Naturally occurring black pigments in vegetables, spices, and seeds have been found to have powerful anti-inflammatory effects. Black for Health liquid extract from Future Farm Botanicals combines the four most powerful of these plant-based foods, black garlic, black radish root, black peppercorn, and black cumin seed. It's an all-natural daily preventative against a host of possibly inflammatory issues. Black for Health supports your liver, skin, cholesterol, blood pressure, circulation, and immunity. It's a delicious tasting supplement with liposome complex for optimal absorption. For more information and to order, call 888-841-7216, 888-841-7216, or go to myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman. That's my future. P-H-A-R-M, myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman. And while supplies last, buy two bottles of Black for Health and get two bottles of Wild Oil of Oregano free. That's a $55 value just for listening to Intelligent Medicine. Myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman. Welcome to Intelligent Medicine. Thank you for joining me. This is Layla Mutin, your registered dietitian nutritionist. Last week, I was getting into regenerative agriculture, what it means, what it is, what it is, why, why we should all be invested in it as a country, and even, and you could start in your own backyard right? If you've got a little patch of land, a backyard, you're growing vegetables, you've got, you've got a front yard, you're growing fruit trees, you know, regenerative agriculture is the way to go, right? Because it helps the soil stay healthy. It prevents soil erosion from water runoff. It's better for water retention. And I want to this week, in part two of regenerative agriculture, I want to get into the illustrations of a regenerative, of regenerative farms, climate and water cycles. So the regenerative agriculture and climate. There's like 12, 13 different things here. So number one, purchasing foods from local regenerative farms is one way to reduce overall transportation-related greenhouse gas emissions in the food system. Yeah, why pollute the air with gasoline? Why pollute the air? We should be buying local as much as possible. Composting. The process of turning food and other waste products into soil reduces the use of fossil fuel produced fertilizers. Composting also helps avoid the methane emissions that from that waste degrading in landfills, right? Composting is the way to go because with composting, we are creating soil. You see how the cycle works? We all go back to the soil. Solar panels can reduce a farm's use of fossil fuel producing energy. And now plants, through photosynthesis, they pull carbon from the atmosphere. 
trees, including those planted for agroforestry or silvopasture purposes, pull and store carbon from the atmosphere and emit oxygen. That's what trees do. That's what forests do. Want more oxygen? The trees help to eat up. They store that carbon. No-till planting equipment keeps more carbon in the ground by eliminating the tillage practices that would normally release carbon from the soil. Remember, we don't want to till, we don't want to plow. We don't want industrial big agriculture. Farm equipment, like no-till planters, often uses diesel, right, which emits greenhouse gases. We don't want so much. The plant matter left on a field, after mowing down a field of cover crops, as in this example, releases greenhouse gases into the atmosphere, but the plant matter left behind recycles nutrients back into the soil, which helps farmers avoid adding fossil fuel-produced fertilizers. Furthermore, cover crops pull carbon from the atmosphere and, depending on the type of cover crop, can also pull nitrogen from the atmosphere. A field of cover crops also improves soil structure and prevents nitrate leaching and excess nitrates from running off the farm. Soil microbes respire the microbiome of the soil, which releases carbon into the atmosphere. Now, soil testing helps farmers measure the available nutrients in the soil and the soil's organic matter, which is a proxy measurement for stored carbon. Soil testing can help farmers and ranchers reduce their overall use of fossil fuel-produced fertilizers. Animals emit methane into the atmosphere and leave manure, which is a natural fertilizer, in the soil, which supports a robust soil microbiome that in turn helps recycle nutrients more efficiently. An active soil microbiome also helps reduce a farmer's or rancher's use of fossil fuel produced fertilizers. Raising animals on pasture has the added benefit of reducing the amount of feed a farmer or rancher would have to import, thereby again reducing air pollutions because that all needs to be trucked in, right? Plants like other, like beans and other legumes 
found in the Three Sisters planting technique, pull nitrogen from the atmosphere and can store that nitrogen in the soil for future plants to use, which can reduce a farmer's use of fossil fuel produced fertilizer. Now, let's talk also about regenerative agriculture and the water cycle. This is important. We need to retain water, not let it waste. So number one, healthy soil is rich in microbes, earthworms, and organic matter, and it has a good structure and improved porousness, thereby increasing the soil's ability to absorb and store the water. Remember, poor soil, unhealthy soil does not absorb the water. It causes water to run off, thereby eroding soil. That's how we lose the soil. 1.7 billion tons in 2017 alone. Water moves slowly through healthy soil and infiltrates well due to good structure and improve levels of organic matter. That's why the health of the soil is so important. After infiltration through healthy soil, harmful, harmful chemicals are absorbed into soil surfaces and retained or broken down by soil microbes and removed so that they are often filtered out of rain and irrigation water before reaching the groundwater for recharge. Groundwater recharge is the process in the water cycle that replenishes the water table from water that is infiltrated down the soil surface from rainwater and irrigation water. Healthy soil means less water is lost to runoff and evaporation, and there is more water for recharge to replenish aquifers. This is more important than ever if you're using well water anywhere where you live. We have to protect our aquifers. Chemicals like nitrates from fertilizers are known to contaminate well water near agricultural areas, but healthy soils on regenerative farms can filter out these contaminants, resulting in cleaner drinking water for nearby communities. On-farm natural water storage in ponds and healthy soil makes farms more resilient during times of drought. Runoff from regenerative farms is cleaner when it reaches nearby streams due to reduced soil erosion and fewer chemical contaminants. Practices like cover crops and reduced tillage maintain the soil structure and keep living roots in the soil so that it stays in place, so that the soil stays in place, right? Those living roots are helping to keep it there rather than eroding into surface water. So healthy soil 
as a result of regenerative farming retains water from precipitation for a more sustained period, making farms and ranches more resilient to drought and flood. When the soil can retain the water, it is more resilient to drought and more and better handles flood instead of pools of water everywhere that water can trickle down in a healthy manner. Regenerative farmers and ranchers maintain or restore the natural ecosystem in areas between land and water bodies called riparian zones, which provide habitat for wildlife, reduce farm runoff, and prevent excess sediment, chemical contaminants, and water from reaching that water. Wetlands are crucial habitat for wildlife, and they also play an important role in the water cycle, filtering out excess nutrients before they reach surface water. Harmful algal blooms, H-A-Bs, harmful algae, algal blooms, kill fish and aquatic life and can make water unusable for drinking, fishing, and swimming. But regenerative agriculture can help reduce pollution from farm runoff that contributes to harmful algal blooms. We've had a lot of that, I know, on the eastern end of Long Island, where there's less clams. My husband likes to go clamming, and he's noticed in previous summers not too many clams there, which is not a good thing because clams also help to filter the water. You see how the ecosystem is supposed to work. It's an absolutely beautiful, elegant, symbiotic relationship. The microdiversity of the soil, the soil microbiome, the animals, how they contribute to the soil's microbiome, how the animals contribute to the health of the soil, how animals are fed, by the grass grown on that soil, and so on and so on. Rainwater flows over land into surface waters. Rivers flow to the ocean, where the waters eventually cycle back into the atmosphere through evaporation. Healthier soil and regenerative agriculture help ensure that clean water cycles efficiently throughout the process. So how can, you know, here's some, a summary of some policy recommendations, right? And again, this is from the NRDC, the Natural Resources Defense Council. It's a nonprofit group. And a policy idea is a good stewardship discount Provide a performance-based crop insurance discount, right? To adjust insurance rate for practices proven to reduce the risk of crop failure, right? Invest in staff training and resources to increase awareness and participation in these programs. We need more attention paid to regenerative 
agriculture. We want to limit the expansion of animal feeding operations and help farmers transition out of these CAFO systems. All of these animals are fed so many antibiotics, and you know, 60% of antibiotic use in the country, in the country is not in healthcare. It's these CAFOs, these confined animal feeding operations, your commercial meat, your commercial beef and pork and chicken. In fact, with so much antibiotics given to chickens, to the hens, there's a strain of E. coli that's become antibiotic resistant. You know how this is presenting itself? A chronic UTI, a urinary tract infection that keeps coming back over and over and over again. That commercial chick chicken may have exacerbated this phenomenon. And the use of too many antibiotics overall, the use of antibacterial soaps, all of this kind of thing. It's creating multi-resistant drug resistant uh, microbes, bacteria. So legislation should be passed to make large, big agriculture responsible for paying for compliance requirements for these CAFOs. We should eliminate federal funding for CAFOs in the Farm Bill conservation programs. And we need to build more meat processing and slaughtering facilities accessible to regenerative farmers and limit subsidies to the large slaughterhouses. You want to get your grass-fed beef from your local farmer, have it slaughtered there, right? We want to increase funding for farming cooperatives through the United States Department of Agriculture programs. I mean, a lot needs to change here. We need to include soil health projects as eligible for Water Resources Development Act funding, for example. These are various bullet points that I'm reading out to you from the NRDC. You could go to nrdc.org if you wish to read more about this. We need to provide regenerative procurement guidance to local governments. We need to create a transition program to fund comprehensive investments in regenerative and certified organic agriculture, right? We need to improve access to farm bill programs for indigenous people and smaller farmers. We need to provide consistent, stable, and adequate funding for conservation districts. We need to incentivize people to do the right thing. Let's talk a little bit, another term, carbon sequestration. According to the U.S. Geological Survey, is the process of capturing and storing atmospheric carbon dioxide. It is one method of reducing the amount of carbon dioxide in the atmosphere with the goal of reducing it, right? So soil carbon sequestration captures and stores carbon dioxide in the soil. There is a major potential for increasing soil carbon through restoration 
of degraded soils and widespread adoption of soil conservation practices. So we don't want any more big, large-scale, intensive production of crops and animals. It's not good for the earth. Have we not learned this? We have eroded so much soil. We're getting to a point that there will not be enough soil to farm. We will not have enough food. We want regenerative agriculture, which is a land management philosophy whereby farmers and ranchers grow food and fiber in harmony with nature and their communities. I want to thank you for joining me on another edition of Layla Ways In here on Intelligent Medicine. This episode of Intelligent Medicine is brought to you by Propax Gold with NT Factor, a complete vitamin and mineral formula. NT Factor is the only nutritional formula clinically proven to reduce fatigue, whatever the cause, age, illness, or just being run down. NT Factor repairs damaged cells and restores healthy bacteria in your digestive tract. Clinical trials have shown NT Factor reduces fatigue by almost half, and it even reverses some symptoms of aging. I've been taking NT Factor for years. With a 45-day money-back guarantee, you have nothing to lose. To order, call 800-982-9158, 800-982-9158, or go to ntfactor.com. That's ntfactor.com. This is Layla Mutin, RD. I see patients regularly along with Dr. Hoffman. If you require a nutrition consult with me but live out of town, there's no need to travel to New York City. I have telephone consultations with clients from all over the country. Please visit drhoffman.com for more information. And to set up an appointment, call 212-779-1744. That's 212-779-1744. I look forward to to being a collaborator in your healthcare.